Welcome back, everyone, to the WHIP Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FXF and on social media at WHIP Radio and WakeUpCall.WHIP. I'm here with Corey Parker and Randy Lane. I am J. Matthews II, and it is my honor right now to have this interview with this special young lady. Let me just give you some background. She's HSO president. She is a junior right now at Temple University public relations major. She has done an incredible job so far at Temple University. Ladies and gentlemen, my honor, HOS president and dear friend, Anne Joseph. Oh my God, that was a crazy <laughs> intro. Thank you. No problem, no problem. So Anne, let me just get started with this. How did you first find out about HSO and the Haitian Student Organization? Um, so I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, and there's a very big Haitian population there. So growing up, I was always around Haitian people. So I knew going into Temple that I wanted to find an organization that kind of aligned with me and made me feel at home. So I like went on the Owl Connect website, like even before I like applied to Temple, and like I found that they had a Haitian organization, mm-hmm. and it had been inactive because of COVID before, but they were coming back my year. So during Temple Fest, I made it a point to go up to the table and I asked if they needed help. They were looking for a PR chair, which was perfect because I was a PR major. And from there, it was just kind of like history. I just kind of found my place in it. And I love being at HSO. So. Yeah, having the Haitian organization, having other organizations from around the world, what would you say is the main purpose for the Haitian organization and also for students to get active in the Haitian organization? Yeah, I would say the main purpose of HSO is definitely to spread culture and community um, to the Haitian population here at Temple and also to create awareness for people who are Haitian. Um, we're a really small group here at Temple, but I'm really happy that we've been able to come together and build create, create community. And I feel like we definitely are a lot closer now. So I think it's important when you're at school or in college to find people that align with who you are and also make you feel at home. And I feel like culturally, HSO has been that for me. Yeah, and then you have a great group, a great e-board I around. do have a great e-board, <laughs> I do. There's a lot of faces everyone knows, everyone can get involved with. So as the president right now, how has it, How does it feel working with such great people that you have in your e-board right now? I literally love my e-board and I hope they're listening because they're like the best people ever. Um, I think that this year we've all gotten so close and it's really like a family. So um, I'm grateful to them. They make my job a lot easier. They're always on task. Like I never have to worry about them. So I think that this year has really like grown into something bigger than ourselves and i just feel like even after graduating temple like i'll always remember this e-board specifically and i feel like we definitely have a friendship for life that's no that's dope that's dope with this friendship with everything going on with everything that has been happening with the e-board the haitian student organization have a lot of events like y'all have been tomorrow for thanksgiving tomorrow yes oh my god t so we're having a thanksgiving dinner at morgan on the upstairs floor we're doing a um, dinner on blanc which is like an all-white dinner so that's gonna be at like Six o'clock tomorrow, we're going to have a whole bunch of Haitian food. A couple other orgs are stopping by with their own food, so that's going to be a really fun event. And then we actually have a compa competition at Rutgers on November 30th. So we've been doing dance practices with some of our members, and they're getting really good, guys. They're getting really good. So we're going to be competing for a $300 prize. Oh, Um, I think we got it in the bag, personally. Personally, I think we got it in the bag. But um, those are the couple events that are coming up right now. So with the Haitian culture, you talk about the food, you're talking about the dances. Like, what is that Haitian culture like? What is that environment like? Like, how? It's fun. It's just, I feel like 
like the Haitian culture is warm. It's inviting. It's funny. It's charismatic. I feel like if you've ever met someone who's Haitian, they automatically make you feel comfortable. They always want to share laughs with you. And it's just vibrant. Like, the food is good. And it just tastes warm. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but, like, warm. So I would say that is what Haitian culture is to me. Yeah, and with these events, like, the Thanksgiving event, Let's talk about that for a second. Then other events. Y'all just had something in the student center where I seen one of your very own uh, Cassie, right? Yeah. Cassie was just like passing out like foods and whatnot. So is it hard to like plan these events or is it like Honestly, um, the smaller events that we have, like our general body meetings, aren't that hard to plan. But as far as our bigger events, we have a really amazing event coordinator who helps us do those events, which is really nice. But it's more fun than it is hard. It's nice coming up with things together with everybody and seeing things come together is probably the best part. So, Anne, with the Haitian Student Organization how do you like get new members like how do you advertise yourselves to the different Haitian students coming into Temple who maybe don't know about the organization and want to find like a community real so we're really active on Instagram and also on our TikTok we're always posting on there we also have a group me um, and then we also are just familiar faces if I see someone who I've seen in classes a couple times before or I've seen come to a meeting once or twice I'm always saying hi welcome them back um, and then I also think word of mouth, a lot of our members are always talking about HSO and that brings in new members. So it kind of like self-promotes itself sometimes, but we definitely make it a point to have like big sales at the SAC, always talking to people, making sure they know that we're doing things on campus. And from there, it kind of just grows all on its own. So it seems like you guys have been doing and having a lot of events within the club. So what has been your favorite event oh and God. why? So last year we had our Combo with the Stars event, which was definitely my favorite event by far that I've ever had at Temple. Um, this was a cumulative event for the whole year. So this is our last event of the semester. And we got really cool acts to come out. So we had the Temple Gospel Choir sing for us. Mm. We had um, some Haitian comedians perform for us. We had Ramajay dance. And we also had our own Kumpa dancers do their own dance. Um, we had food from a local Haitian restaurant come be catered. And it was just like a really fun experience. I like anyone you asked that went would definitely say that it was 10 out of 10, like a really fun time. And we're really excited to bring it back next semester in April. So if you're looking for environment where it's fun and there's Haitian people that you want to connect with, I feel like Combo with the Stars is definitely that event for you. Now, with, you know, being a part of this org, what has been the biggest lesson that it's taught you? I think that it's definitely taught me about my leadership. I started as a public relations chair. I moved into VP in my sophomore year, and I'm now president in my junior year. So I think it's definitely taught me a lot about how to work with other people and my leadership style and how to be someone who's approachable but also can you know handle things when it gets hard. Um, and it's definitely taught me a lot about problem solving. I'm constantly on my feet trying to figure out the next thing that we could do. And it also keeps me innovative thinking about different things to do like how do we how do we put ourselves apart from other clubs and how do we become better than we were before now do you feel like temple definitely supports you know having diversity with different organizations different cultures especially like do you feel like temple is definitely like showed you support in that aspect i would say yes i think they give pretty much the same amount of support to all orgs but i'm really happy that we have a good amount of cultural orgs on campus that also are doing their own thing and shows their culture here on campus as well um we get like the same amount of like support and allocations as everyone else it's kind of like what we choose to do with it so they definitely give us the resources it's just up to us to make sure that we're using them to the full ability and capacity and kind of making hso something of its own 
So we know that you guys are hosting your Thanksgiving event tomorrow, but next week is actually Thanksgiving. So can you tell us a little bit about what are some Haitian traditions for the Thanksgiving holiday? What are some foods that you guys typically have? Are there any games? Do you guys do your cultural dances? Like, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a while, but um, Thanksgiving in a Haitian household is definitely revolves all around the food. There aren't too many traditions or um, dances of that sort, but it's definitely all about the food. So um, I like the we do a lot of rice. I like Dijonjon, which is rice, but it's like mushroom flavored rice. It's really, really good. Um, we also, you know, turkey. We also have griot, which is like fried pork, which is like our favorite um, free time meal, which is good. Um, we have potato salad, but the way we make it, we make it with beets, so it's pink, and it's really delicious. Mm-hmm. I will be making that for the Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow, so if you want to try that, you have to be there. But um, it's definitely all about the food and just being around family. Like, I just love the laughs that we get to share. I feel like if you know someone who's Haitian, they're automatically funny to me. Like, I don't care. So um, it's just good vibes, good laughs, and just really, really good food. So for this event tomorrow, do you have to be a part of the club? For people that are listening, I know I'm here. You're telling me about it. I'm like, I'm not even in the club, but I want to experience some of this potato salad. Yeah. And you do not have to be a member to join HSO or um, partake in our events. We have all of our events on our Instagram and our link tree if you ever want to get tickets to something, if it ends up being something that you have to pay for. But it's open to everybody. We're so welcoming of whoever wants to join HSO or want to learn more about Haitian culture. It's totally for you. So I would say go for it. Don't be shy, and you might learn something new and meet some new people. And me being a freshman, are there any freshmen in the organization? Like, how? what advice would you give to the freshmen that may be a little bit scared to actually step foot into the club and just join the club? I feel like as a freshman, a lot of the times um, we're a little bit shy and because we don't know what things will be like. But I say just go for it. The worst comes to worst. You don't have to come to another meeting if you don't like it. But for the most part, if you are a freshman, you want to get involved, come to a meeting, talk to the e-board members, um, and just kind of make yourself known. And that way I feel like you have the best experience at HSO because you're someone that we can we know, we can talk to, and you also make yourself known to other community members. So I would say just go for it. Don't be shy. Come with a friend if you feel a little bit out the way but um it's definitely worth it if you go for it yeah just super proud of you and super proud of what you have done over the past couple years and we go all the way back to 21 like (laughs) freshman year so just talk about that growth that you've had from freshman year to now being a junior and you just celebrated a birthday as well i did celebrate a birthday (laughs) birthday. thank you yes happy Um, birthday in terms of my growth um i'm definitely not the same person i was freshman year which i'm grateful for um, I feel like college has definitely made me someone who I'm very proud of. Um, I do this thing where I take a lot of opportunities and I just kind of go for them. So I think college has given me um, ways to really explore who I am and also grow as a person. So I used to be a poli-sci major my freshman year and I switched to PR because I knew I wanted to do PR. And I think from that, I was able to do so many amazing things. Like I um, interned at New York Fashion Week this year for the first time, which was crazy to me. Uh, I was able to go to Nashville this year for a PR conference, and I'm just constantly getting more and more experience in the PR field, which makes me really, really happy. Fingers crossed on a really cool internship this summer. But, um, yeah, I think, if anything, my growth has really been taking opportunities and running with them and making sure that, like, I'm doing things in my best interest and I'm just getting to who I want to be by the end of my senior year. What would be, like, your ideal internship and what do you want to do 
with your career in PR? Okay, so my ideal internship would definitely be like a fashion internship in New York City over the summer. Um, I'm really big on fashion and beauty PR. That's definitely the sector I want to work in um, in the future. So if I were able to work at a really cute little boutique agency, be able to do like coffee runs and kind of live that like Devil Wears Prada lifestyle, (laughs) that would be my ideal internship um, for sure. So definitely in New York, living my best life, drinking lattes and just looking really cute on the street. Yeah. So a city girl. A city girl exactly for real. the vibe that we're getting, right? <laughs> now, if you could tell your younger self, and you're talking about your freshman self about a little while ago, if you could tell your younger self anything right now about just living life, and especially at Temple, what would you tell your younger self? I would say just keep going. You know, there's so many different things that are coming towards you, so you just have to keep going. And you're doing way better than you think you are. I think a lot of times we get kind of down about ourselves, like, oh, like, I'm not doing enough, but... If I could tell myself, my younger self, anything, like, you're doing way more than you have to and (laughs) you're going to be just fine. And always be authentic to who you are because that's going to take you very, very far. I don't think I would have gotten half of the experiences that I have without being my full, authentic, 100% myself. So be yourself. Go for it. And you're you're doing just fine. I love that. So before we close up, where can people find you and the HSO Club on Instagram mm-hmm. if they want to attend some of your events. You mentioned the link tree. Yeah. But how can we find you guys? Shameless plug. Okay, so we're HSO <laughs> at Temple on Instagram and Twitter. We're HSO at Temple on TikTok. And if you're interested in me, um, it's Ann Joseph underscore underscore on Instagram and TikTok as well. I love that. Thank you so much, Anne, for joining <laughs> Thank us you for today. Me. It is time for another five-minute music break. Up next, we have Love is in the Air, where we're going to be giving some advice. We have a sticky situation, y'all. It's going to be a lot of tea. So I'm ready for this. But after this break... Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to WHIP Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Corey Parker. I'm here with Randy Lane, Jay Matthews II, and our special guest, Anne. We are super excited for this next segment as we are going to be talking about love is in the air. So, guys, we have a tea-filled situation today. So, are y'all ready to give some advice? Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So, we actually had a nice resource online summarize the situation for us. So, let's get to it. In a relationship for six months, this girl and her boyfriend faced distance challenges Mm. with him making the effort to visit despite her lack of transportation. A recent incident shook the girl's trust. He unexpectedly accused her of having his grandpa's book, which were actually hers from her father. This escalated into him attempting to break up with her, then reversing his decision. However, you discovered he invaded your privacy by going through your phone Mm. and belongings, leaving you feeling violated and unsure about your future together. Despite resolving the immediate issue, the breach of trust lingers, causing doubts about your relationship, security, and the possibility of moving forward together. So this is interesting. So, what do you think the girl should do? What are your initial thoughts on the situation? And what would you do in the situation? Okay, so you took some... So, she took something from the grandpa, right? No, he didn't. She didn't. She has this book from her father. Her boyfriend went through her stuff and accused her of stealing her grandfather's book. So, he took... No. She has a book that I guess is similar to the grandpa of her boyfriend's. He was snooping through his stuff 
and found this book and she was and he was like you took my grandpa's book and now he wants to break up with her okay um I don't Does that know. make sense? Yeah. 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 So, okay. Okay, I get it. Right. Um, If you're taking something as ancient as that, that's probably been in, around the family for a long time, like a family tradition. Like, I know a lot of females have, like, some sort of, like, necklace. She didn't take like, it. Hmm? She didn't take it from him. But he's assuming that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's assuming. Oh, so he's assuming her. that. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I. so think about it like this. You have a pair of jeans, uh-huh. right? That your father gave to you. Your boyfriend comes in and he's like, you stole my grandpa's jeans or whatever. So he's just assuming. That he's just yes. assuming. Yeah. And he threatens to break up with her because she's. he's like, you stole my ma- my grandpa's stuff. Okay. But, so just talk about it. Like, why? This wouldn't be a whole assumption if y'all just talk about it and have that communication factor. And that's what's very lacking right now in this situation is just not communicating. If you ask her what's going on and whatnot, then probably you'll probably get a definitive complimentary answer. But the fact that you're not and you're saying, hey, I'm going to break up with you, what type of sense does that make? So if you're basing this off of assumption, then y'all really need to have a talk, like really need to have a talk. But she also said that she feels like the trust has been broken because he went through her stuff. I feel like even yeah, communicating, even communicating, like you saying, talk it out. He sounds like the type to not even listen, if that makes sense. If you're going through her stuff. I think the book was a ploy to go through her things anyway. Like, I mm. feel like he went through her things, found something he didn't like, and he had to blame it on something. So it was like the book. Right. And he's like, I'm going to break up with you. So I think that the book was a ploy to be able to violate her trust and then make her feel bad about it by blaming her for something that she didn't do. So does he mm-hmm. even want to be with her? Mm-hmm. That's really the question. But he reversed his decision. To not breaking up. It sounds like he wants control. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know. It sounds like he wants control. He sounds indecisive. It yeah. Sounds I think that he wanted an excuse to go through the things. After he found what he wanted to find, he made a decision and he was all like, I still want to be with you. But he still broke that trust. I feel like that was an excuse to be able to go through her things. Crazy world, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is a yeah. crazy world. I mean, if I was the girl, I would probably break up with him. Because I feel like at that point, not only are you accusing me of something that I would never do, which means that you don't trust me, mm. but you're also going through my stuff without my permission. Like, why are you doing that? And we're not married, so Mm-mm. my stuff ain't your stuff mm. yeah. yet, at least, you know? Mm. So why are you going through my stuff? What what was I want to know what his reasoning was the for going yeah. through her stuff. I feel like there's something deeper. He's also indecisive. To be like, I want to break up with you and then come back together. Like, that doesn't really make any sense. Literally. Like, what are you doing? You can't have your cake and eat it, too. So. Or why would he think he even, or why would he think she even took it in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why would you, why do you go to your significant other first, if that makes sense? I mean, I get that they're in your space. However. Come on now. Come on now. Why? Did the grandpa say he was missing a book? Like, I don't (laughs) know. That's why I'm confused about why is it so important? And why am I stealing from pops? Like. That's that's no, weird. that's weird. Exactly. Told you. And how would I have gotten it from your pops? Yeah, I feel like he was just looking for something. Without you knowing that I got it from your pops. Yeah. Man, this is some Jerry Springer stuff. <laughs> My God, rest who saw? Jerry Springer. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. I for who the Jerry Springer show? Remember the show where I've like, never watched Jerry, that. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. You I've were not the father. No, that's Maury. Oh, my God. Maury. 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 Maury.
No, I've never watched Jerry Springer. It's a good show. I mean, not a good show. It's an entertaining show. I'll say that. You was on that Disney channel, wasn't you? I was, and I was on The Real. <laughs> I was watching The, the Real. <laughs> you know, I've actually watched Sophia the First recently. No, nah, that show was fire. That's that a good show. In the that. intro song, Sophia the First. <laughs> and Elena of Avalor. Ooh, I love that one. No. But yes, this is definitely an interesting situation. There's definitely many layers, layers. to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't know enough enough mm-hmm. from him. From him. Like, I would need to know, you know, some more information from him. But I guess that has me asking you guys a question. Mm-hmm. What would have to happen for your trust to be broken in a relationship? Not telling the truth. Yeah, lying. I mean, I yeah, lying. I would say lying. Especially if you're being, like, real sneaky about it. Like, why are you just being sneaky? Just be upfront. Just be like, yo, this is what's going on. And then I'll understand. Now, I may not understand it fully at the beginning, but I'm going to understand, like, later on. So, if you just tell me the truth, tell me what's going on. The worst thing that happened is just someone just not communicating, not saying the truth to me. So, when you say the truth and when you say this is what's going on, that will give me a better understanding of what I have to do in order to process that situation and make sure that situation goes forward. Yeah. Yeah. I would also say, like, someone being your biggest hater behind your back. Ooh. Like, let's say if you're, like, in a relationship with a significant other, but, like, in reality, like, they actually don't want you to succeed. Like, they're mm-hmm. jealous of you. Like, they actually don't want to see your success. I feel like that would really lose my trust to be, like, you're saying all these good things about me, but behind my back, like, you're actually my biggest hater. Like, that's crazy to me. Exactly. I was about to say, like, Jay's opinion when it comes to hate is, like... I love it. I love, I love it. It, <laughs> it motivates me. Does hate it. motivate you guys, or is it, like... A middle situation. I feel like with hate, sure, it does motivate me. It motivates me a little bit, but when it comes from, like, haters who I really don't know if that makes sense. Like, like, But when it's, like, my circle, that's crazy. it makes me, like, feel like, okay, you were supposed to, like, love me. You're supposed to support me, and you're saying this behind my back. You're, um, you know, you have jealousy within you about what I'm doing right now, so you're taking that out on me. So I feel like in that way, hate... That wouldn't drive me. That wouldn't drive. I would still succeed because I'm me. But (laughs) (laughs) but I would like. I'll still feel hurt if that makes sense. Yeah. No, for sure. I'd be like, hey, it's hard. But like you said, Jay, too. You said something that really it stuck with me. What you were like? If you're not being hated on, you're not. You're not doing. What was it? You're not doing. You're not not doing doing great. You're not doing good. So I think hate is motivation, but I think it really comes down to. How do you deal with that hate? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like, are you using it and making it, like, change you for the better? Mm-hmm. Or are you letting it consume you? And that's the only thing you're thinking about. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm so consumed with what this person thinks of me type thing. You know? Right. I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. If you hating on me, I'm going to keep doing it. Because the point of you hating on me, you are obviously envying me and jealous of me, which I love the most because that means I'm doing something good. And if you are really hating on that, now, if you're in my circle, listen, you can get the boot. Everybody replaceable nowadays. Oh, but oh. I know that's for, ooh, <laughs> like, big words. Big words. If you someone I do not know, I do not care. Like, this has happened numerous times. So it's like, why would I care what you think? I'm me. You're you. I do what I want. You can go over there. You yeah. feel me? If a friend was hating on you guys, if a really close friend or even family member, I'll say that. Mm. Yo, that's a big talk. Family? Family member. I don't see you till Christmas. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) No, like that happened to me freshman year of high school. 
I had a friend or friends. It was like the friend group. Like I was so excited to like have black friends because I never had them in my life because I went grew up in a white area. Facts, facts. And I had they were my friends. I had them in my circle. And, like, they just, like, completely changed. Like, they would just say the most outrageous things, completely unwarranted. They were hating and everything. And I realized through that that they weren't my friends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because no friend should ever be hating on you. Friends mm-hmm. should be supporting and uplifting yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So that taught me all I needed to learn. But, like, it was hard in the moment because it was like, y'all are supposed to be my friends. Mm-hmm. And you're doing this? Like, you're fake. Like, that's so terrible. But, you know, you have to go through tough times to grow. And it taught me a lot, but I think that was God's protection for me because those are people I, that would be holding me back today, you know? For sure. No, yeah, I do believe that God takes people out of your life for a reason. Amen. Hallelujah. And like, (laughs) it used to be hard. I know that I say this all the time. My friends hate that I say this. I say everything happens for a reason because sometimes you have to say that to yourself because how hard it does happen for a reason. It really does. So like. You'll be sad about, hey, that person doesn't like me back or my friend, you know, I had to cut them off because they did some other stuff and I feel really sad about that. But it's like God will take things out of your way that are not meant for you. What's meant for you is meant for you. And I, you have I to believe that. Right. You have to believe I know that's that. Right. But like people also come in your life. Some people are blessings. Some people are lessons. Mm-hmm. And like everyone time in your life is different like god may put Mm -hmm. like those people freshman year in my life to teach me a lesson Mm -hmm. and then new people in my life to just help me be that blessing reinforced and help Mm -hmm. me realize like okay there's still good people in this world because i remember when that happened freshman year i was like dang Mm -hmm. like this world sucks (laughs) there's gonna be like no good people Mm -hmm. but you know it was just that group of people and Mm -hmm. then god Mm -hmm. introduced new people so like what happened to those group of people that's a real question yeah yeah i mean where are they at now I don't know. Uh, I don't talk to them. Like, it was mm. a whole situation. Like, it was... Oh, I'll tell you guys during break. I'll be like, yeah, so you're not doing well. I mean, I don't... I try not to, like... Put on their downfall? No, because at the end of the day, I feel like if I put on their downfall, that my downfall is going to be coming, too. Like, yeah. you know, what you wish on other people happens to you. Mm-hmm. So you got to yep. keep them in your prayers. Karma. Yeah, karma's karma. real. Yeah. Nah, karma is real. So you got to pray for your haters. Yeah. Yep. I mean, what Beyonce said, she said, always say gracious, best revenge is your paper. Yep. That's so true. I'll take that. Always be gracious, best revenge is your paper, best revenge is your success. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about you, I'm doing me, and you can continue hating. One thing about hating haters, they're so evil sometimes, y'all. They're just, they're, they feel inferior within themselves that it's like a they projection. see, it's yes. they see you, they see you succeeding. They see you doing your thing. They see you, um, feeling comfortable in your skin and just vibing with life. And, and they're like, why can't I have that? That's what they're saying. And they're going to try and replicate that and be like, yeah, I did this. I did that. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, you didn't. Like you copied that from me and I seen it firsthand. So it's mm-hmm. like, what are you really doing? You feel me? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Like when people copy you? I like hate it. I'm such oh an inspiration. my god! You hate it. I'm such an I don't know. I feel like what is it called? Like um, it's like a compliment, right? Mm-hmm. But I just think that it's so much better being yourself. Like I just feel like replicating never gives off that same vibe. And I feel like it's almost like disrespectful to be like, you did this, I'm gonna do it too, without thinking about all the hard work that went into doing your own thing and like being comfortable in your skin. So I don't know. I just don't like copying. I just feel like be yourself. You are it's always going to come off better than the way that no, right. someone else is doing it. So, um, yeah, don't be a copycat. Be your own self. 
warms my heart. I feel like you can draw inspiration from people, but if you're straight up copying, let's say you like the shirt someone was wearing, you like how someone dresses, period, you like how they dress, and you get the same shirt they were wearing, okay, cool, you like how they dress, but then you start, like, copying their vibe or whatever, and it's like... You're not even yourself anymore. Yeah, that makes you're sense. You're a mini me. You're a mini me. But like, this is a thing. You can never be better than the original. Yeah. So even if you try to copy me, are you me? I just yeah. know. no. Like, your name is not Corey Parker. You may be trying to be like Corey Parker, but, but girl, you'll never be like Corey Parker. <laughs> like, no. can't be better than the original. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. People don't get that. I just like the fact that I'm just so inspirational to a lot of people. <laughs> okay, okay. This man, no, Jay, I tell you. They're my sons. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> man, Jay, I tell you. I mean, if I'm just an inspiration to them, you know, I just want to keep it up, you know. But they, like you just said, they're not the original. That's what I'm saying. They're the replica. There's a replica, and the replica <laughs> always is like broken a little bit. Think about Sheen. We literally talked about this yesterday. Sheen, Sheen is like the. You remember we said it was the. Um, it was a fake a target. Fake, fake target, but it's like a the cheaper version. version of trendy stuff. Yeah. So like, it's not gonna be the best quality. And same thing with people that copy you. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna be like Balenciaga. That's true. Mm. You're gonna be the Sheen version of me. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Okay, okay. And on that note, on that note, we will take it out. We'll go to break. (laughs) That those some those fighting words for some people. But we'll take it, we'll take it to the break. Um next we have an amazing quote or living in peace segment, amazing quote by um Toni Morrison. Come tune in, listen to that. I'm Randy Lane with Corey Parker and Joseph and Jay Matthews the second, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to WHIP's Wake Up Call. I am your host, Corey Parker. I'm here with Randy Lane, and we're here with our special eighth guest, HSO President, and Joseph. It is time for Living in Peace, y'all. It is time to give you guys a nice piece of advice to just take with you as we conquer the rest of this Thursday. We only have one more day until our break officially starts, so hopefully this is a little bit of encouragement for you. So, Randy, you want to read us our quote today? Yes, so today quote, today's quote is from Toni Morrison, um, and she says, What's the world for you if you can't make it up the way you want it? It's simple. It's one line, but That's I also real. feel like I feel like it means something. What do you guys think about that quote? I love it. I feel like you should wake up every day trying to make the world what you want it to be. So I feel like the energy you put out is energy to get in. So if you can make it what you want to make it, why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree. I feel like the world is really your oyster. You just have to take advantage of it. You have to take advantage of the resources. Use the people that you have in your life. You know. Build relationships with them, but see who they know so you can possibly get connected Mm -hmm. to the person you need to know. You're always five people away, I heard, from the person you really need to get to. So, you've never heard that before? I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. No, it's your five people away because, like, you may know somebody, they may know somebody, that person knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that you you need to get to. So, you can always get to the person just how much effort are you going to put in. But, like, the world is such a crazy place Mm -hmm. but you really have the power to control how you deal with it Mm -hmm. are you gonna let that crazy affect you or are you gonna let that crazy motivate you you? hello yeah um so i definitely agree with what tony morrison is saying um Mm -hmm. just decide how you move exactly how about you randy um the way i took it was like 
She said, what's the world for you if you can't make it up the way you want it? I took it as like, you know, YOLO, living like you have no tomorrow. Because I feel like some of us, and myself included, I'm guilty of this, of not fully living, you know, not fully being yourself, not fully Mm -hmm. enjoying the life that you have because you only get one at the end of the day. So the way I took this quote is like, what's the point of even living? What's the point of being in this world if you can't? make up your own world if you can't make your own Mm -hmm. life and you know what i mean so you can't enjoy your life so this definitely made me want to kickstart my initiative to just stop caring what people think because that's like half the battle i feel like is caring what other people think about you and like having their opinions or you know you're overthinking so maybe don't even have an have an opinion like their so-called opinions of you stopping you from doing what you want to do so i feel like that's definitely what i took away from this quote i feel like you should be able to live your life and i'm gonna try to do that live my life without even caring about the voices all the birds chirping mm-hmm. i'm not going to care about that at all so yeah yeah yes that's how i took it <laughs> you definitely have to move as if like it's really just you in the world because if you really start mm-hmm. letting that output just feed into you it's going to get to you it's going to affect you so really just focusing on yourself and what you want is crucial and not letting anyone have that power over you i feel like it's so easy today to let people just impact us negatively mm-hmm. um and just let their thoughts ideas and what they say impact us so so much but at the end of the day they don't know you Mm-mm. they don't know what you your purpose is like they don't they don't have enough information about you to just create these things and just say whatever and allow it to impact you i literally was talking to my roommate last night we were like oh i don't even remember what we said but it's really just like how much power are you going to give it like who, who, mm. how much power are you going to give it like at the end of the day it's really it's really you and you also can't worry about things you can't control yeah. like yeah. you can't control what other people are saying or thinking so as much as you should focus on you and yourself you also need to learn how to deal with people saying that stuff because no matter what you do we were talking about it earlier people are always going to hate mm-hmm. and you have to learn how to just deal with it like my mom always enforces it my brother and i you learn how to learn to just deal mm-hmm. how to deal because you can't escape everything right no you have to learn how to deal the way the way i the, i equate that to you know how like every single video on youtube whether you like it or not whatever blah 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 has dislikes Mm-hmm. Every single video, it doesn't matter what it is, it'll have dislikes. So, I mean, you can't really see them now anymore. But the way I see it is like, people will always have something to say. They'll always have something to say. They always will. That's it. We live in that type of world. So, it's what you choose to let in and what you choose to ignore right. Right. that dictates how you succeed. And I feel like, like the whole YouTube thing, like, rarely do you ever see the dislikes overcome the likes. And I think you kind of have to think about life that way. Like, mm. as much as people are going to dislike you, it's never going to overcome the positive in your life. And how Hello. many people are for you. Yeah, I just preached a little bit. You really did. You did. <laughs> also, at the end of the day, like, you only, you answer to yourself. You don't answer to anybody else. So, like, if I'm not making myself happy, then, like, what am I actually doing? Like, making other people happy, it's not really the way that I want to go about living my right. life. So, yeah. And you have to f- make sure, it's so hard, just touching on your point, like, it's so much easier to focus on the bad and not the good mm-hmm. like i was literally again talking to my roommate and i was like i get on myself to just be like the best as i can be all the time and it's like if i was able to look at it from another perspective because life is really all about perspectives mm-hmm. i get like bad anxiety so i'll get intrusive thoughts and whatnot and it's like how i'm looking at it is completely different than how you would look at it and how you would look at it mm-hmm. so if you were to approach life sometimes just looking through that other lens like 
what other people are seeing because we we see that video for an example it has 10 dislikes a thousand likes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. outside looking in so many people like what you're doing right Right, but like if you go to the perspective of that youtuber it's like dang people people are hating it yeah so i was my room and i were talking i was like if we were to just look at stuff sometimes from another perspective such as Maybe your friend's perspective or your parents' perspective, your mm-hmm. sibling's perspective. Yeah. You may look at the world so differently because sometimes you just need to step back from like what you're thinking yeah, and realize like because yourself is always going to be harder on you than, than yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So just looking at it from another point of view. Would you say that you two are hard on yourself sometimes when it comes to accomplishing goals? Oh, or? definitely. Definitely. And I think it like comes from just kind of like how I was raised. I was raised in an immigrant household, so I feel like there was always pressure to do really well. And, like, even, like, how I am now, like, I don't really get pressure from my parents anymore, but it's kind of, like, that internal pressure I put on myself to accomplish things. And I feel like, even though I'm doing really good things in my life, like, I'm like, I could always be doing better. Like, someone's doing better. Like, you have to keep going. So that's something I'm working on, but I definitely say that, like, pressure is good sometimes, but it can also be toxic if you don't check it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I definitely, um... I definitely just, I psych myself out a lot. I psych myself out a lot, and I think that I'm not doing well, so I'm hard on myself in that aspect. Mm -hmm. And then with being hard on myself, that kind of overflows into, like, that causes me not to do as well because I'm overthinking. imposter syndrome. Exactly. I can't actually do well in this. It's like, I'm saying, I can do better. I can do better. It's like, you're not going to do better if you don't, like, you feel better. If you don't, you know, like, that's, like, hard on your mental health as well. So how, how about you, Corey? No, I definitely put so much pressure on myself. Like, to be great. It's not really my parents putting pressure on me. It's really just pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. Especially when I'm passionate about something. Mm -hmm. Like, listening for the radio, for an example. Like, because I'm super passionate about it and it just being amazing. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'll literally listen to it in the morning. I listen to it at night. I just, I'm listening literally to it right now Mm -hmm. as we're speaking. So so I can, like, hear everything. But it's just, like, because I'm super passionate about it, I feel the need to just be super great and i put pressure on myself to be great mm-hmm. but sometimes too much pressure you know what i'm saying yeah this point where it's just like unbearable mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh whoa like even in the beginning of the school year and i'm a freshman as you guys know so yeah. it's just like i put so much pressure on myself to meet people and make friends to go to my classes to put in the work academically to the point where I low-key just burned out and it's mm-hmm. like the third week of school i was done yeah i was like oh college isn't for me y'all I need to dip. But, like, it's just because I put so much pressure right. on myself. And that's never good. I feel like in that way, like, you also have to rely on, like, your support system. Especially, yeah. like, say, like, for the things that you're passionate about. Like, especially, like, the radio or, like, for me, for HSO. Like, I rely so much on my eboard members and my team members to, like, make me know that, like, let me know that I'm doing a good job. And I could keep going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like sometimes having that support and reinforcement that, like, your pressure on yourself isn't for no reason like people see that you're doing good things i think sometimes we need reassurance that like our effort is going yeah, towards yeah. something yeah i feel like this world really makes us feel like we can always go the next step up which is good everyone can always improve definitely but the world wants perfection sometimes and yeah. it's like you're not going to get perfection we're human you have to like reflect on where you are right now and appreciate exactly. that. i feel like living in gratitude for what you have and yes. for it makes it that much better when you get to the next step that you really sat in where you were before and really appreciated that and also and, oh sorry oh no <laughs> i'm just gonna say just like really being thankful for everything like take nothing for granted the yeah. smallest thing like i woke up today 
mm-hmm. or I have friends, I have family. Yep. I'm able to go back home this weekend and be in a home right. with air conditioning. I'm able to have a nice Thanksgiving meal. Not everyone has that. Heck, yeah. the fact that I can see, the fact right. that I can hear, the fact that I can talk, the fact that I can feel, some people can't do that. So I think we take for granted the small things yep. when we shouldn't. Right. And I if you focus on those small things, you would realize you have so much. Right. Yep. And you're doing better yep. than you really think you are. Yes. Exactly. And I feel like self, like comparing yourself to other people's situations also goes with that. Like, yeah. you have to. It's com- the Instagram culture. Ex- ah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that, could be a <laughs> that really could right. be a segment itself. But like having that gratitude, realizing like you are where you're supposed to be because this is your right. journey. And I think also it's like someone else's success doesn't mean you're a failure. Exactly. Hello. Yeah. We can all, we can all reach the top. We can, there, honestly, it's we abundance. All There's abundance in this world. Exactly. Like we can all reach what we want to do. Yes. You can never compare your journey to someone else because we're at completely different parts. We're completely different parts, completely different purposes, mm-hmm. completely different timelines. And that's mm-hmm. okay. It really is okay. But don't put too much pressure on yourself, y'all. No, don't put no. too much Live pressure. Life be great. Live. Do you? Yes. yes, that's all you can really do. That's Live, all you love, can do. Love, laugh, all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't let anything take you out. No. But that concludes wake up call on WHIP. I really wish we got we could talk more about this stuff for like an hour, <laughs> like hours. So I want to thank you and for showing up and telling us more about your organization thank you for and having just having me. great conversations with us. Uh, Jay had to leave earlier, but he's very grateful that you were able to come. Yes, um, I'm so excited. We all no. enjoyed the show today. Yeah, yeah. You, you bring great energy. I love it. Yes, it was so amazing. Yes. You're so Thanks, beautiful. Guys. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for another episode of your favorite show, Wake Up Call with your Wake Up Crew. Also, don't forget, if you miss an episode, you only listen to part of this, you can tune into our Spotify where you can actually listen to past episodes. If you thought we said something great, want to listen to it again, you now can. So make sure you do that and also follow us on Instagram at wakeupcall.whip. Don't forget to follow the HSO at... HSO at Temple. Mm -hmm. Yes, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And we'll be back tomorrow for another show.